Hi, this is Lindsay, one of the co-hosts of Beauties and Headcanons. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. Disarming Disability Welcome back. We just went through an awesome chapter called Getting Active, which we are going to talk more about and we're going to like talk through our thoughts and decompress and just like talk about what we learned with each other. But before we do that, Pharaoh, we have to ask you, um, the last time we were talking with you, you are going to meet a very special friend. Can you remind us of what that was and then tell us how that went? Absolutely. Um, When we had recorded our guest, Becky, who spoke about disability in, in the email, she just said, hey, uh, can we do a shout out for Evie and her family that are living in Prescott, Arizona? Um, Evie has a hand that sort of just has a hand difference. And um, Becky had met them on an airplane and showed them the American Airlines video that I had done. um, And they just thought it was so cool. So they're like, hey, I actually get to meet Sarah and we're talking with Sarah. So can we just do a shout out? Like, hey, Evie, you know, like, look at this connection. And then we wrote back. I was like, wait, do you mean Prescott, Arizona? Like, what? What do you mean Prescott, Arizona? Um, I happen to be in Prescott right now. Um, I came to sort of help out with some things that were going on in my family. So I, I was like, oh, my God, wait, I'm here. We have to meet up. So I was able to get the contact information for both um, Evie and her family. And uh, we met up. Uh, we got some at this really cute little bakery that um, is Jenny's, the Evie's mother, um, that really likes. So she took me out there, got like a little cinnamon roll. All the girls got little yogurt bowls. Um, and she brought Evie, who's her youngest daughter. And then she has two daughters that are older than Evie. So we had just went to the park and we just sort of sat and chatted. And it just was really beautiful to see, to just to see them. And they were really excited to see me and um, just to be able to talk about all the things. And, and of course, um, Evie's younger. So she's just like, oh, this is awesome. I love it. And um, it just was really cool. And then just so validating to hear some of just what Ginny's experience has been. Um, and it's just like, this is why the work that we're doing is so important, um, which is really fun. And Ginny is awesome. And and um, I had called my partner afterwards. I was like, oh, my God, like, Jenny, someone, like, I'm going to be your friend. Like, we would totally be friends. Um, so then she, a couple of days later, she's like, you know, if you ever want to go get drinks, let me know. And then we did. We went out uh, last weekend and just me and, and Jenny and her, um, one of her really good friends that's in the town, too. So it was just so nice to connect. And then, you know, after we've been out for a little bit, there's lots of like, no, you're amazing. No, you're amazing. You're so sweet. So um, it just was so much love and and just so excited to be able to connect with them and to just be able to fit that, fill that uh, or complete that circle. Um, and of course, Jenny had lots of questions and um, Evie had some questions and her sisters had some questions. And it really just like a, a cool hangout. Um, so, you know, fun for me to be able to see somebody, uh, you know, with a limb difference. That's absolutely something that I love and, and be able to connect. And then fun for them to be able to see see somebody of the limb difference too and I'm just so excited and 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 just sort of reflecting that the first time I had met anybody with a limb difference I was 19 so having to go through all of that on my own um I'm just so excited for these you know they seem small but very important changes that we're in the world right now where we can be connected through 
um, you know, social medias and whatever and, and in emails and be able to, to make all those things. So it just was so fun and I'm so grateful and they have such a beautiful family and I'm so excited for them. And I'm just so excited for like these parts of the world that, um, Evie can grow up in and, and just trying to do right by her and, and sort of remembering her face in, 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 in the work that I'm doing. Um, and just trying to be, the, the brightest possible light for her and for, you know, all of the girls that, that are growing up right now with Bloom Difference. And boys too, you know, and, and whatever, but, you know, everybody growing up with Bloom Difference um, just so that we can create a, a better world so they can be proud of who they are. It's so beautiful and so special. It's so special. I love it. Right? The stars just aligned. So it's really wonderful. All right. So this is our chapter review of the Getting Active chapter. Um, and just sort of as a reminder, we've had um, a really wonderful experts for this section. Um, we had Jay Ruderman from the Ruderman Foundation. Um, and then we had Danielle, who is a casting director. Um, and then we had Emily from ADA 25, Advancing Leadership. Um, and then we had Becky from Disability In, which is a organization that is is a consulting organization that partners with, with pretty prominent and pretty massive um, organizations as far as how they can make their their companies more inclusive for people with disabilities. Yeah, it was great. So if you missed any of them, um, I mean, we're going to talk about it now. So in, I guess in theory, that would get you caught up. But like these experts are amazing. And I would really encourage you to go back and take a listen um, to the amazing things that they had to say. Again, just such like when we say the word expert, we mean experts. These people are are doing the work day in and day out and um, they're passionate about it and they are thoughtful about it and they're in it for the long game. So really they're building beautiful foundations and beautiful stepping stones for um, the disability community as a whole, which is so cool. And my favorite part, like it's not, it's not a short term thing. It's not a, a quick, this is helpful to me. It really is people who are thinking about the community as a whole. And I think, um, that's my first thought. And I think that like these are our leaders that are creating actual change right now. Like they are the ones who have been like leading and researching and studying and being, um, you know, like being a part of all these different groups, but they're the ones that are writing uh, how we move forward with disability in our cultures today and, and sort of in each of their different, very distinct groups. Yes, I, I agree and I think that what was fun about this group is they are they are change makers from um, the inside I guess is going to be the the term that I use all four of them are working inside a system of sorts and the inside this system they are creating relationships, they are creating opportunities, they are meeting with correct people in order to create change. Um, so you can be an activator outside the space, right? You can be somebody who is not within the, the system, who is um, asking for change, begging for change, demanding change. Uh, but then there are the people inside the activated space as well. And, and that's definitely um, what these four people were doing. And it was fun to hear the different ways that they went about that. Because, uh, for example, it was really fun, I thought, to hear from Jay Ruderman, who 
it's a family foundation. He is not every year, you know, having to write some sort of grant proposal, hoping that he doesn't say the wrong thing. So that way he's not getting money. He, he effectively, um, his foundation can do what they want when they want. Right. I mean, of course it's, you know, more than that, but, but really it makes it so he is able to be in, and he talked about this, uh, in our interview, he's allowed to, um, agitate and maybe say things that others maybe wouldn't be able to for fear of some sort of retribution or fear of some sort of defunding or fear that, you know, they wouldn't be able to continue on whatever, for whatever reason that is. And, um, yeah, it was, it was fun to hear how he understood and realized that. And then the ways that he went about um, listening to people with disability and having them on boards and using um, their, their thoughts to understand the bigger problem, to write the white paper so he has the knowledge to back it up. You know, like really um, doing the homework, but also then saying, I have the money to do what I want, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And just so cool. thankful that he chose this and, and so thankful that he chose that he chose disability and is really intentionally um, being a huge support system and a really dri- a big driving force behind a lot of the work that is happening right now. Um, and again, just not having like, okay, well, we have to get this thing, you know, like sort of approved and maybe it doesn't fit in our financial budget this year. And, and maybe it's something that we believe in, but there's other things that are, you know, that we need to get taken care of with this money. Like there isn't any of that. So that, that change can happen faster. And he's like consulting with really prominent leaders too, to be able to write the white papers. And, and then they're, they're building the, um, 20 link, I believe it's what it's called or link 20. Link 20. That, yeah. that is the organization of new, you know, not new, but, um, like younger advocates so that they can have, you know, be equipped with, um, all of the information that is needed so that they can be change makers too and, and sort of integrate change making as um, they do grow into their professional careers, which is just all so amazing. So it, it's not just like him being like, oh, look, I'm fabulous. Like, no, he's actually creating real change and he's making sure that the change is sustainable by doing things like Leap 20 so that it can continue on and, and sort of has that, that backing and that sustainability. I just, I feel like, you know, as I was coming into my disability, as I was coming into my disability pride a handful of years ago, I wish somebody had said, start with, here are four example organizations of work that's being done and community that exists. Because I just feel like um, these are spaces, these are, these are the people I was looking for initially. And I didn't know how to find them simply because it took me asking and talking to a million people to figure out what the culture was and who the people were and and what it was. And of course, I mean, that's the whole idea of why you and I are doing this. Like, let's bring that information to Mm -hmm. people. Let's find it. Right. And I think Mm -hmm. these, again, these four are just such good conversations of what actively is happening. You are not alone. Like I thought for the longest time, my story was just in a vacuum. I knew so meaning I knew people paid attention to my story. I knew that I was special because people were paying attention to my story, but I did not understand the context of it. I didn't understand the history of it. I didn't understand um, the social dynamics that came into play. Nobody taught me disability models. I didn't understand models existed. And, and so it, 
once I woke up to that and I realized that these people and these places and these ideas existed, like, this is the work that I was so desperately seeking to find. So I guess I guess what I'm just saying is, like, look into these more because these they're doing the work that you you think it isn't being done it's being done guess what we need to talk about it it's being done I'm glad we're talking about it right? it's being done <laughs> yes, yes, yes. and that within all of these spaces like you can be a part of it um you know like you can you can apply to be on link 20 um you can uh you know like work through um you know if you want to be in acting like you can sort of work with different casting directors like there's spaces for all of you to be a part of this should you feel that that's what you want to be a part of or if you're like oh like this totally fits on board with my personality and the things that I want in life and and the types of skills that I want to learn and then the spaces that I want to work in um and that there's absolutely space for you and, and you know if you're in the greater Chicago area like you can be a part of the like you can apply to be a part of the ADA 25 advancing leaders program and and be connected with that network um, and you can, uh, you know, if you're somebody who is, you know, recently graduating from any type of STEM uh, curriculum that you can apply to be a part of um, disability and that is really working to partner you with an organization who is really actively trying to build disability into their world. And you can sort of have a supported setting and, and practice interviews and do internships um, to really get involved because I feel like the climate is really changing and really wanting to listen and really wanting disability to be finally a part of it. And, and these, you know, and this is, this isn't just because now suddenly people decided like this is part of of you know centuries of work that has been doing to try to get society to space where where this is the conversations that we're able to have um you know i even think back on my own life when, and and just how powerful um you know like learning about 504 in that you know federally there there should be no discrimination as far as um you know people being able to see seek employment and housing and and i know that you know that doesn't always look like that in the landscape and stigma is still pretty heavy but but because of 504 like i'm able to be a flight attendant and i'm i'm sure and i know that there's a lot of people that were unable to be a flight attendant based on all of the standards that existed in you know the the 60s and in the 70s um but just knowing that 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 piece of legislation like really gave me access to be able to apply and then get hired as being a flight attendant in you know, 2013, you know, had I been alive or tried to apply to be a flight attendant in the 70s, and, and had I met every other aspect or, you know, qualification for it, um, that they, you know, I, that would have been completely impossible for me, um, because that was not, you know, protected under it. Um, so just knowing how, how that piece of legislature from that, you know, whatever, before I was born, allowed me to be in the space that I am right now and gave me that access and, and just like how profound and powerful that is. And knowing that the work now that's being done, no worries. <laughs> and to know that the work that's being done now is really continuing to provide access even broader than that for so many people who identify as having a disability and even being proud of having a disability, right? I feel like um, I know both Nikki and I, we, we've both talked about um, sort of the the need to feel normal and then the need to really lose our disability identity or not even be able to take on that as a piece that we would identify ourselves as being or, or even being proud of it um, because we were trying so hard uh, to pass as normal to have it not be brought 
brought up because disability was not a conversation that was being had anywhere, let alone a conversation that was welcomed or, or you know, sort of allowed to be in the space. If that made sense. Um, yeah. So I'm just super excited from where we've come and I'm really excited for where we're going. And I know that there's still so much work that needs to be done, um, but I'm just really excited for all of these spaces that are opening up for everyone to get active and get involved in all of the different ways that that work for them and in the work for the way that they want to. Yes. I have nothing to add. Yes. That was perfection. <laughs> yeah. And I think, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. what you know, you're starting to touch on is um, activism that we can be a part of. Uh, we're seeing a lot of activated spaces now um, with the black lives matter movement. And there is a lot of activism that, um, yeah, that I think we can take notice of and, and it absolutely is not, um, it's not about disability right now, although there certainly is huge conversations about intersectionality that need to happen and are happening right now. However, um, with that said, you know, mindfully, uh, that the activism we're seeing in real time are, are things that we can take notes on and, um, we can apply, uh, to our own, um, to our own version of, of rights that we're still fighting for. Because it's true, we are. Um, people can get active so many ways. Like, And I feel like there's very similar paths to activism that span across any, you know, all types of, of movements that are happening and that have happened. Um, and when I was in my occupational therapy program, I took a course that that was on sort of like leadership and management. Um, and one of the assignments that was required within the course was that we had to look up a bill that was either in the House or in the Senate. Um, and we had to find something that was occupational therapy related and write a letter to our appropriate Congress members saying that we, you know, wanted to support this bill or didn't want to support this bill for these reasons. And, and it was really cool because, you know, I found a bill that it was something I really cared about. And, um, and it just was really powerful to be like, like, Oh wait, I can do this. And and it doesn't take that much time. And I'm sure it takes, you know, a little bit more mental clarity and energy to be in a space to, to sort of like dig around and look at bills. But I just didn't realize Oh, maybe because I, I don't exist in like, I didn't study politics or any of that type of stuff. And, and that's not necessarily, you know, thinking of what bills are currently happening. Is not something that, that typically is in my life um, to be like, wait, I can actually look at what's going on. So you can go to congress.gov and they have all of the different bills that are up. You can sort of see where the bill has gone. You can click on the actual bill and read the like actual verbiage as far as what's included in there. And, and, you know, sometimes, Bill titles sound great, but then when you open them up, you're like, oh, wait, I didn't think that these things would be included in there. Um, and, you know, if it's something that you really want, you can, or, or that you really believe in, whether supporting or not supporting, um, you know, Congress members, like, that's their job is to listen to the people, and and you are the people. It, it just was really powerful to be like, you know what, you can. So so I hope that if people feel compelled where that's maybe where their voices is, is the strongest, um, or something along those lines, if that's something you want to do, you can totally look up to see what that's happening. Um 
which is really powerful for me. Um, and then similarly within organizations, whether you're working in them or you're partnering with them, um, you know, people want feedback, right? Like people want to be, I mean, generally, I would hope um, organizations want to be organizations that are helpful for the people um, and that you can be able to submit inquiries about that. Um, I just uploaded a video on an Instagram platform and it took me like, like no joke, like almost two hours to try to figure out how to get closed captioning um, subtitles on a like two minute video to post up to Instagram, um, just because some other closed captioning systems, it's a little more automated, but just, it was so complicated um, to try to like get the transcripts of the video to then try to find like, and you know, you had to go through one application to get, you know, and these are all like third party applications to get the transcript. And then I had to go to another one to like burn it into my video. And then I wasn't able to edit it. And, and so it was just like, wildly maddeningly frustrating so then i wrote you know like a suggestions and comment feedback saying like hey instagram you know like please build a closed captioning component into your videos um so that more people can have access to it and and something i found really powerful too was to look up mission statements for different organizations if you do want to contact them um and sort of like really you know if what you want falls in line with the thing they have in their mission statement, then sort of use that. And, and I believe um, Instagram's mission statement was, you know, like sharing the world's moments. And, you know, and then I sort of wrote that in my, like, you know, little form thing that I submitted, um, just, you know, saying in order to like effectively share the world's moments, we need to make them accessible. And, and you know, there's, a you know, one in 20 people identify as deaf or hard of hearing um, that would really benefit closed captioning and closed captioning not only helps our, you know, individuals create access, but also if you're in a space where you can't have a video playing out loud and you can just read the closed captions, like that creates access for people um, who don't necessarily identify with the deaf and hard of hearing community. So just these are like really cool, small, like, you know, very um, tangible action steps that that you can create advocacy in that way if you know sort of that like using your voice in um submitting feedback yeah it's kind of i'm going to use these terms again and i'm totally making them up but it's it's the idea of like are you doing work inside the system are you doing work outside the system and so are you kind of are you building the building blocks are you writing are you writing the bills or are you writing letters to the people who are writing the bills? Are you marching um, to get the attention of the people writing the bills? Are you helping with verbiage and language on the bills? Are you consulting on the bills? You know, and that can apply to to not only politics, but to companies, as you're talking about Instagram or um, to different organizations that we see. Like, it applies in every single facet. And I think it's really important to understand that those two pieces of work are both equally important and equally needed, right? We need to be mm -hmm. activating our voice in one way or the other or whatever way we you know, feel comfortable in or maybe in one season of life we're using it in one specific way and in another, you know, a different way or maybe we're doing it, you know, 12 different, not 12 different ways, but both ways in 12 different facets all at the same time, you know? Um, and, and I think yeah. so true. And it's, I think what I want to underline is just regardless of how you feel compelled to get active and, and to connect, like if something is important to you and as you're learning, your voice is important and it's important, um, in spaces 
not only where you feel heard, but in spaces where you don't feel heard. And that we need to be mm-hmm. speaking of both and we need to be creating space in both and um, both strategically from the inside and push from the outside as well. We need the agitation in both places. Um, yeah, so we mm-hmm. need we need that that activism to be to be um, it needs to be activated. <laughs> we got to activate the activism in both in both ways. Yeah. And then talk about it. I think it's important. Well, get active. That's, that's, that's how I feel. Let's find a way to start. I mean, my, the term I like to use is I like to yell into the void, quote unquote. And I just yell, (laughs) however I'm feeling that day, I just yell. (laughs) So find your way to yell into the void. (laughs) I love it. Find your way to yell into the void and it is here for you. And we'll post those links and resources too on this website as well. I'm sorry. Um, the disarming disability, uh, web pages associated to this episode. Um, but yeah, get out, get active, make change happen. Let's create a better world, guys. And more inclusive world. And connect with Yay. community. Community is so important and disability as a whole. And and us remembering that that, yeah, we can be a community all together, even if we have all these cool like flavors and facets and intersections. Um, that we still are one community. Yeah, yeah. We are. We are one community. And you should be proud of that community. And awesome. We're so excited to share that we partnered with um, Hana. And she is a this really wonderful human. And she is an artist. And she makes stickers. And she is um, she identifies as having a limb difference. And she is starting an occupational therapy program. You know, so of course, I am in love. Um, and she makes these really beautiful stickers. And she partnered with us to create a Be Proud sticker. And we're so excited to share that that has dropped this week. And um, just really coming back to that, that disability and, and your identity are things that you should be proud of. And, and that we hope that everybody feels proud of, of sort of their, all of their identities. And that, you know, to not sort of be, um, sort of, I don't know, stifled or ashamed of disability. I knew I felt ashamed of, of my hand for a very long time, which is sort of this, like, we, um, you know, like, yeah, be proud of who you are. So um, these stickers are up. They are on her Etsy store. We'll have a link in our website and we'll have them on our Instagram. They're adorable. They're these really cute little hearts um, that say be proud in the middle. And there's flowers on the outside. And the flowers are made with our season two colors. So it's totally on par. Um and then with that, we're splitting the profits. So, um, and, and this is something that Nikki and I have been wanting to do for a while, and we're still working through logistics of, of what it means to actually start it. But we want to start a scholarship um, for disability, uh, you know, disarming disability advocates so that people who want to engage in anything related to advocacy, whether it's going to a conference or taking a class or taking a workshop, um, that these could be funds to help support people to do that because it totally falls on par of all of the things that we really care about. You know, we want representation and we want people to to have connection to the leadership opportunities so that they really are, you know, armed with having all of the knowledge and resources to like get out and make actual change. Um, so please stay updated as far as what that looks like in the future and when funds will be available to um, be able to access and, and sort of what things people would be able to access them for. Um, we're definitely away from that, but this is just, a a seed to start that going Um, so we're really excited to share we're really excited um, for Hana we're really excited for the sticker Um, so please check it out be proud and get active yay thank you for spending part of your day with us 
We want to give thanks to our network, Public House Media, for our intro beat to Jason Bards with Cybernetics, our local art, we want to remember Patrice. You can find his work at normalpersons.com. Be sure to follow Disarming Disability on Facebook and Instagram. And lastly, be sure to check out our website, disarmingdisability.com, where you can find all 13 episodes of season one, links to resources, transcriptions, and discussion questions for each episode. And check out our blog where we feature amazing disability advocates. See you next week. Bye. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.